Hey, podcast family. Did you know that on May 2nd and 3rd, 2024, our 3D Growth Summit is happening in Nashville, Tennessee? But in-person tickets are already sold out with nearly 400 attendees. But you don't have to miss out. You can get exclusive access to our live stream and post-event recordings for just $395. Yes, you heard that right. For a single fee, you and your entire dental team can learn from our industry leaders with online recordings available after the event. So secure your spot now before it's too late by visiting www.3d-dentist.com slash 3D Summit or give us a call at 855-332-2285 and get your tickets for the live stream and event recording today. Now, let's get to this week's episode. If your intention is to dabble in sleep, you don't need a sleep champion. Mm-hmm. If you want to do one, two cases where they just kind of fall out of a tree and land in yeah. your lap, you don't need, you don't need a sleep champion. But, some... but if your goal is to win, yeah. and to me, I define winning as getting five, six, seven plus appliances per month, yeah. uh, then, then you need to have a person that owns it. Maybe they're not dedicated right. at four, five, six, six uh, devices per month, but you're trending towards needing a dedicated person. Yeah. We've been misled to believe that dentistry, more specifically the dental business, has to be complicated. Dentistry can be simple and dentistry should be simple. Hey, welcome back to this week's episode of the Dentistry Made Simple podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Turin Agrawal, and I'm joined by my lovely but pregnant co-host. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Maybe people are listening to this in a year or two. I won't be pregnant then. Well, you're pregnant in this episode. Yes, okay. So, I mean, okay, so you're pregnant, right? Yeah. Uh, this week, we're going to do a Q&A, and we have four wonderful questions uh, that were submitted to us, I, I'm assuming probably in social media yeah. somewhere. And then, uh, so let's get into it. But before we get into it, let's uh, give it over to Meredith, and she will try to sell you on leaving us a review and probably mm-hmm. taking some classes <laughs> from us. Well, I'm always here whenever you guys are ready to level up your practice or add new clinical things to your practice. Um, Today, I just want to read a message that you got, but please, if you have not, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, um, Google, 3D Dentist Google Review would be nice as well. This one says, hey, I just wanted to say that I listened to your first episode on the Shared Practices Podcast. Everything you said was so simple, yet so damn illuminating. Just wanted to say that I appreciate you taking the time to educate, and I can't wait to absolutely tear through more of your content. That episode was, I probably recorded six and a half years ago. Yeah. I so, liked last week's review better when they said I was very, what was it, cute? No, they said handsome. Handsome, okay. <laughs> I like cute better. I, I was hoping someone would say I'm hot. Yeah, well, <laughs> we're not there yet, okay? No, we're not ready for that yet. Um, so, yeah, today we kind of found some questions that people have asked you Um whether it's through your stories or um, on some posts about, you know, some of the things that you're doing. So let's get into... Are they personal in today. nature? No, they're okay. not. They're all dental related. Gosh. That's on the wrong podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... You remember that, the, that show that, what was it, the Two Girls, One Cup? No, I never saw that. You never saw that? Well, <laughs> yeah. I probably, we probably shouldn't do that here. No, no, no. You said the wrong show. That's what made me think. I don't know why my brain went to I was that. thinking about how one day Sully and I are going to have a podcast and we're going to na- change all the names of the people because, you know, when people come here, they just feel like they're part of the family and they tell us, like Caroline was just saying, you know, you tell people way too much mm-hmm. and we're going to tell everyone stories 
but we're going to change their names. Caroline, have you heard of <laughs> Two Girls, One Cup? <laughs> no, yeah, You need no. to go home and Google that. No, please don't. Definitely okay. do it. Incognito mode. So, <laughs> back to today's episode. <laughs> For those of you listening and you're too young to know what Two Girls, One Cup was, uh, it's so, nasty. So, yeah, so back to today's episode. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell um, it's the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, well, this one comes from your stories back to dentistry. Let's mm-hmm. start there. Okay. So this one comes from your stories when um, you're doing a behind the scenes mm-hmm. day. And a lot of times your extraction graph technique, I think, is what people are looking mm-hmm. at. It's very tedious. And they want to know why you use a membrane. Uh, great question. Um, so number one, thanks for whoever's listening and watching our stories. Uh, that is very nice. Caroline appreciates it. She gets to keep a job because of that. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, in all seriousness, so, uh, why do we use a membrane? So first thing I want to say on this is a membrane serves, look, let me back up. What I'd like to say is a membrane has lots of purposes, okay? But I want to focus on two main purposes of a membrane. Uh, one is to prevent tissue to grow into your graft material. And then number two is for the membrane to actually retain and help retain the graft material itself. Uh, so oftentimes when you have a buccal plate missing or something like that, the a risk we have is we can have epithelial ingrowth into our graft material, which uh, we know that tissue grows you know, 8, 9, 10, 12 times faster than bone, and that can cause our graft material to not work or to fail, or what I think is even worse, you think it looks like graft material on the CBCT, you go to place it and you find out it's actually dense tissue in there. Uh, So it it serves to kind of keep uh, that tissue growth from into uh, the graft material. The second purpose of a membrane, uh, and honestly the main reason I use membranes is to help retain the graft, Uh, especially when you have a four-wall molar socket or premolar socket where all the walls are bone. You don't need that membrane, you know, to keep the tissue from growing in, but you do want a membrane to kind of help keep the graft material from kind of scooping out. Uh, And early on in my career, I was having nice graft results, but not great graft results from socket preservations. And uh, since we started adding PTFE membranes uh, over the top of our extraction sites, uh, we've noticed that uh, we retain more bone in that area. And uh, a secondary benefit of that is we get uh, more keratinized tissue over our implant site, which we we all know is really good uh, for the long-term survivability of our implants. Uh, So... Kind of in a nutshell, we use two different membranes, and for two different reasons. Uh, we use a collagen membrane, a resorbable collagen membrane, and a non-resorbable PTFE membrane, similar to like cytoplast. Uh, and we use the collagen membrane uh, in applications where we need to prevent tissue from growing into our socket because of uh, a wall missing. And we use the PTFE cytoplast membrane over the top of all of our uh, four-wall extraction sites uh, so that we don't have to have primary closure over it to help retain the graft and to help form more keratinized tissue. I'm sure that made all the sense in the world to you, Meredith. Yeah, so if you are not doing extraction grafts and using a membrane plug, and huh? you're wanting to learn this method, um, we, we it is part of our digital implant continuum. The tooth replacement. Digital implant continuum is all the implant I programs. I haven't gotten there yet. The tooth replacement Specifically therapy. Specifically in our tooth replacement therapy. Um, the first day we focus on grafting, extractions, and then our first day of live patients, we provide live patients for you on extractions and grafts as well. So you can learn that there. Reach out to me if you would like to. Um, And then our next one kind of, you know, brings all kinds of different cases. But for the most part, I think people are 
thinking implants mm -hmm. when they think of case planning. So how can I bring my case planning in-house? Yeah, so if you want to take it home with you, it's... Sounds... <laughs> <No>. <laughs> to your home. <laughs> yeah, I'm just... Into the office. Actually, but think, speaking of which, I actually did some case planning from home last night. Right, so using... to be able to do that. Yeah, so, um, uh, so let's talk about this. The, the first thing is, is I will always say why. Why do you want to bring your case planning in-house, okay, quote-unquote, in-house? And for me, in my early years, I was trying to save money. And now I'm trying to get started faster and, and have more control. So to me, is if your goal is to save the money, I, I don't want to say that it's not worth it, but I don't think it's worth it, okay? I think for me, uh, it's an easy justification for getting cases started faster. Uh, so for me, you need a powerful software that allows you to plan your cases. Now, there are lots of different choices out there. Uh, at 3D Dentist, we choose to use ExoCAD. It's what I use in my practice. Uh, we use it in the practice first, then added it to 3D Dentist, kind of like the way we do everything. Uh, some options are like 3Shape, a very, very capable software, very equivalent to ExoCAD. Uh, another option would be something like Blue Sky Plan or, uh, from Blue Sky Bio. Now, the advantage of Blue Sky Plan is it's a uh, free software with a per use, a per, per export fee. Uh, to me, the negative Blue Sky Plan is that it has somewhat limitations in that it's really, really focused around implant planning. Whereas softwares like ExoCAD and 3Shape are kind of truly all-encompassing lab programs. And they're seeing a more and more increase in terms of uh, use in the dental practice. Uh, one glaring omission I have here on, on purpose is uh, the CERC InLab software. Uh, and the CERC InLab, CERC number one chairside software, it's without question the best single visit solution currently on the market. I do think their in-lab software leaves more to be desired as that I don't think it's as robust. Now, granted, I haven't used it in a few years, so you know I'm talking a little bit out of um, non-experience there. Uh, so, But I think ExoCAD is a phenomenal choice. It's the one we made. Uh, so I would start with, why do I want to bring it in-house? One, I want to have more control. Two, I want to be able to get cases started faster. And really, it's about step one is figure out why you want to do this. Step two is pick a software, and step three is get trained. If you agree with Y, and then you agree with ExoCAD, I think there's no better option than uh, Sully Sullivan's new online ExoCAD training program that we have here at 3D Dentist. Uh, and, and there are other ways to learn ExoCAD, and that's how I learned ExoCAD is through YouTube and stuff, but they were all lab-based and very complicated. Uh, and so what, what Sully's done a great job is kind of showing the the matter of fact, this is what we do it for, and gives it in a perspective of how we do it in dentistry. Uh, along those lines, here's what I'm bringing in-house right now. We do our implant guide planning for our 1Z, 2Z uh, cases. Uh, we do not do our implant guide planning for our full arch cases at this point in time. We're outsourcing those to a lab. They're much more complicated, much more involved. Uh, but we are doing all our normal uh, surgical guides in office. We are planning all of our uh, smile design cases, all of our digital wax-ups. Uh, I'm doing some, uh, some single restorations, temp implant temps. Uh, we're starting to do some custom abutment design, uh, and hopefully at some point we'll be doing custom healing abutment designs that we can print. So that's kind of where I am with my journey in ExoCAD. I know Sully's a little farther along than me. Uh, he's, he's using it for night guards, flippers, dentures, things that you know, I'm not really doing in my portion of the practice. Uh, so that's kind of my thought process. I don't know if that's the question, yeah. but that's kind of what I, how I answered it. Yeah, and I think this can be doctor and team member. Yeah, I think it's important I think to it's mention some, yeah. this could be doctor and team member driven. Yeah. 
um, where you could eventually, once the doc, I think we say everyone, mm-hmm. every time the doctor should learn it first. Yeah, absolutely. And then um, something that could be given off to a, a team member to plan and then the doctor to kind of check Yeah, off. and that's the beauty of the online training program yeah. is, is you have access to it. Your team members can learn it along right. with, at the same pace that you're learning it. Yeah. Well, this is probably the golden <laughs> question and probably what people say. You could replace sleep with a lot of other words, but where do I find a sleep champion? Yeah, where so, do you find the people? <laughs> you know, it's uh, well, where do you find the people? I don't know where you find any people right, right now. <laughs> right. So let's kind of take that situation yeah. because it won't always be let's like that. Let's say you hope. you were looking to um, find a new sleep champion today. Yeah. So what would your insight be on that? Well, a couple of things. Uh, first, to answer your question, my insight would be to look in, internally. Mm-hmm. Who in your team already would fit this we role? Uh, but we just had our Sleep 2 program, uh, the, uh, the troubleshooting program with Aaron, and uh, I did a, a, a couple-hour segment. And what I was shocked at, I did some co- live hot seat coaching, and what I was shocked at is how many people were looking for a sleep champion but didn't outline what, what a sleep champion did, what they looked like, what their role would be, you know, what, what the support do they need, all of these Wait, things. Wait, what do you mean? It's not to just deliver sleep appliances? <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it's what not skills just to they get would more have to sleep have, appliances? You know, what skills they would have. So, you know, I, I, I would argue that, and I don't think this is the, the format to get dive deep into right. that. Uh, it could be its own podcast episode. Yes. Um, but I would say before I worry about where do I find a sleep champion, I, I would sit down and write down... What is your purpose of a sleep champion? What skills do they have? What what kind of what kind of runway do they have? How long do they have to get the program going, or you know up up you yeah. know level up the program? Uh, Their success path. Yeah, the success path, yeah. and what support they need, and how much is going to cost. Those are the things, and what you know what they're going to do, and all of those things. Uh, those are the things I would start with before I worry about where do I get one. We got to outline it, and it sounds. It sounds terribly simple that we would say before you hire somebody you got or uh, or promote somebody yeah. you got to define what that role is but I can't believe how many people uh, haven't done that. Well, it's also a dynamic role I think where it's not just like hiring another mm-hmm. assistant or another mm-hmm. hygienist that you can just have another assistant in the practice training them or you can have another hygienist yeah, in the practice a good point. training them. So there's really no one to train them. So well, it's, there is. There's 3D dentists. Yeah. <laughs> right. You have to send them here, though. Um, but going into the practice, starting yeah. on day one, we, you know, we always talk all the time, like, you don't go into a sales job. You don't go into any job without training. But right. in dentistry, we're like, all right, you're going to start tomorrow. We need <laughs> to do yesterday. Walls. So if you could just go ahead, that'd be great. Yeah. Um, you're going to be with patients today. No problem, right? And so I think that makes it a little bit more dynamic. And then... Like I said, it's just get more patients. Like, we don't really have a plan for them. Yeah, we don't. Especially if it's not something you've had in your office before. Yeah. So, and, and then, of course, for those of you that don't understand, there's a significant importance to a sleep champion. And what I tried to emphasize more so this time was if your intention is to dabble in sleep, you don't need a sleep champion. Mm-hmm. If you want to do one, two cases where they just kind of fall out of a tree and land in yeah. your lap, you don't need you don't need a sleep champion. Some, but but if your goal is to win, yeah. And to me, I define winning as getting five, six, seven plus appliances per yeah. month. Uh, then then you need to have a person that owns it. Maybe they're not dedicated right. at four, five, six six uh, devices per month, but you're trending towards needing a dedicated person. Yeah. And I think the dedicated person number is somewhere in that 8 to 10, 8 to 12 ballpark. Yeah. And then I think you max out uh, a sleep champion in that 20 per month ballpark. Yeah, and I, well, I would say for ortho, it would be the same once you're mm-hmm. doing 
six, eight, ten cases yeah. a month, you need a person. So to start, you could easily have one person doing a couple of each yeah. cases or someone who's a treatment coordinator. Yeah. It, it would be better to be somebody who's more readily available. Yeah. Um, but you way. know my answer to all of this, right? Yes. Is yeah. you got to bet big to win right. big, right? So what I was going to say, though, is from promoting within, the one thing about that is, and I know from you doing this, is you said, you know, you have three months, you have six months. Yeah. And the, the thing is, if it doesn't work out, you can always go back. Yeah, your, your job is safe. Right. So Unless try, I didn't like you. Do your but best. I wouldn't promote you if right. I didn't like yeah. you. Yeah. So, and this has got to be someone you trust, yeah. right? Absolutely. Because they're doing a lot of stuff that, you're not micromanaging. You're not yeah. seeing day-to-day, um, for the most part, if you want the program to be successful. Right. The doctors who try to do it themselves are the ones that are holding themselves back. Yeah, they, they get stuck at one or two. Um, it's, what I tell people is very profitable as a team-driven procedure. It's not very profitable as a doctor. Yeah, absolutely. I would agree with um, that statement. Procedure, because you can be doing other things. Unless your practice is only sleep. Right, yes. And then, then, then that makes sense. But Yeah, yeah. but you could be doing other things faster and... Yeah more quantity of. For those of you that want to get into sleep apnea, uh, in 2023, we have some amazing sleep apnea going programs. Going to Texas. <laughs> going to whatever states Meredith tells us we're going to. Uh, but uh, Aaron Elliott is, uh, leads our sleep apnea training programs, and uh, we'd love to have you join at one of those programs. Yeah. We have one more question? Yeah. Well, I think uh, this one kind of falls into training a sleep champion, okay. so it kind of goes together, but it's also for all team members, is I hear you talk a lot about role-playing with the team. Uh, what does that look like? And I think the most popular thing is, when the heck am I going to find time to do that? Well, number one, that looks like a lawsuit. Yeah. <laughs> Getting lawyers if you do role-playing yeah. with your team members. Okay, so we're talking about dentistry here. <laughs> well, it's really, it's, really the, it's really the end of the day, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, so what does that look like? Number one is... Um, you got to identify that that you you have a problem and that you need role playing. Yeah. And I'll argue, no matter how good you think you are, you need role playing because then you keep leveling up, leveling up. And the truth is, is we have we have turnover and recycles in uh-huh. our practice, so you got to keep doing it. Uh, so us in our practice, uh, we do it one afternoon every month. It's pre scheduled. Yeah. I think it's the second or third Wednesday of every month in our practice, and our whole team uh, uh, attends. And then and this we'll, is a team meeting. Yeah. But it's turned into kind of team just coaching. monthly yeah. coaching. Yeah, we go over some numbers, yeah. do some, some you know, so we cover some housekeeping business, and then we dive right into yeah. uh, the, the, the role-playing. And then we'll kind of recycle through. So basically each each time we'll have a role-playing of a front office team member, a role-playing of an assistant, and a role-playing of a hygienist. So we'll do a phone call, and it's almost like the same patient. We'll have the patient, you know, have a fake patient, quote-unquote, call in. Yeah. The front office team will take the call. Then the hygienist will do that, or the assistant will do that. Then the doctor will get transferred in, and then the treatment coordinator will go over the treatment plan. And the truth is, is, is you'll do one or two cases each month, uh, and that's that's enough to go through the role playing and to kind of do some coaching and stuff behind it. And 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 I know you're probably saying, well, you know, you teach this to other people, so it's easier for you to do the role playing. And that that's certainly true. But I also think it's great to do the role playing if you don't know what you're doing, so that everybody can see yeah. how difficult it is. Learning and together. Learning together. And you know, of yeah. course, you know, if you want great training, you can take our online case acceptance <laughs> program. But I'm not here to sell all that stuff. But there's a reason we have mm-hmm. all of this wonderful training is because our goal is to optimize your practice for revenue growth and enjoyment. Uh, and that doesn't happen without hard work. There is no magic bullet in anything that we do in life and certainly yeah. not in dentistry. Yeah, when, but I, I think when people are looking for champions mm-hmm. and they're like, well, I don't have Liz's, I don't have Megan's, I don't have mm-hmm. Meredith's, like, I don't have Aubrey's. Why'd you put yourself in that? They're, 
Because I was sleeping in the office. I keep I keep just promoting you to make you leave <laughs> yeah. or I get rid of you. I'm kidding.、Um, I really、so、don't like that. They and what do we? They ask that, and I say, well, all of us. Liz came right out of、mm-hmm. assisting school. I was still in college when you、mm-hmm. hired me. Megan came right out of hygiene school. She had had. One job where she was just cleaning teeth and barely, and, and she then, came on she as a, a temporary. Did she work at a vet? She, yeah, she worked at a vet, and then、um, she came on working with you temporarily、yeah. from through a maternity leave. So I like to remind people that like we were coached and trained、yeah. this way. A lot of Sully's team members were new or worked in an office where they weren't used to their best advantage.、Yeah. So working a different role, and we've talked about that on the last po- another podcast. I, I think the key in that, Meredith, is is one you have to have people that want that, but also sometimes dentists don't don't recognize that people are open to that.、Mm-hmm. So it's、yeah. a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that's when you do the role playing and the coaching. That's when you learn more about them. We should do a behind the so, scenes one day on、uh, one of our role playing days, Caroline. I think that would be good. Yeah. All right. Well, those were our four Q and A's for T Bone today. So, I think we'll try to do this maybe monthly, bi monthly. Whatever you guys in charge, just show up. If you guys、um, send in questions, you can DM them to T Bone Speaks, and Caroline will get those all set up for us. Or you can email her if you have more in depth questions at marketing at three d dash dentist dot com. And we'll see you next week. Thanks, everybody. Take care. Hey, podcast family! T Bone here. Are you a dentist looking to elevate your practice and profits? Then pay close attention. Introducing the 3D Business Mastermind, the dental business coaching program designed for dentists who want to see real results. I've walked the path of practice ownership for nearly 25 years. I know your challenges. I felt your pain. This is your opportunity to overcome the chaos, the busyness, and the financial frustrations of owning a dental practice. Imagine a dental practice where your appointment book is highly productive, doing the dentistry you enjoy. Your team is self-motivated, and your profits keep climbing. That's what the 3D Business Mastermind is all about. In this exclusive mastermind, you'll join a league of ambitious dentists driven to elevate their practices. You'll gain access to proven strategies, personalized coaching, and a community that understands your journey. So, if you're ready to supercharge your dental practice and enjoy the success you deserve, visit www.3d-dentists.com and take the first step towards a brighter future in dentistry by filling out the 3D Business Mastermind application. Now, let's get to this week's episode.